Craven has uploaded a picture of himself topless to Facebook. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've got something for my spank bank this evening. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. And if you beat him, then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast. This episode's the worst, so it's probably the last. With unopposed to claim banter, it's banter behind the throne. Are we ready? Yep. Go on, do a little clap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. I heard the clap. <laughs> I, I had to do it. I wasn't going to do it. I, I wasn't even thinking about it. Welcome back to Banter Behind the Throne. This is episode 27. Yes, 27. That's, that's fine. Season Fantastic. 2, episode 2. Yeah, that's right. No, we're, we're carrying on with proper numbers. Yep. Uh, title to be confirmed. How yeah. exciting. Okay, I'm Dave Bamford. I'm your king of the castle. I'm joined today by Thomas Peel. Hello. Who is my dirty rascal. And uh, Lol Craven, who is not. Hello. Fantastic. Um, today we are going to talk about what we've been doing this week, as is normal. We're going to talk about the new restricted list for players, and we're going to talk about our all-star team at the moment from second edition. Who is the best at each cost slot? Who would you have if you could just draft anyone from any house, including neutrals? How exciting. Yeah. Who is the Pele of Thrones? Yeah. So, what have you been up to, Craven? Uh, well, I I've went to... Again. Yeah, at the start of every segment, a little <laughs> cheeky clap. <laughs> I just get excited. Yeah. Um, I went to the Games Night Kit monthly meetup thing at my local game store. Um, quite a lot of people are aware of how this went down because you, Dave, had the audacity to go to a tournament using the same deck and do better, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Indeed. That I did. Yeah. Um, so I was running um, the Tyrell, no, Baratheon Banner of the Rose, which um, I received in a private message very graciously from Barney, which I am, um, you know, very, uh, you know, I really appreciate him giving me the deck. Very kind of him, talked me through it, um, which didn't turn out very well for a variety of reasons. Um, so, yeah, how did you get on with it, Dave? What did um, you think of it? I quite liked it. Come to the work out what went wrong for me or what went right for you. Okay. Well, I quite liked it. Obviously, Barney sent it to me and then I said, oh, I'm going to play this and sent it to you. And then I think you had a word with Barney afterwards or whatever. I'm not really sure. Um, no, I did. Yeah, he started. Yeah, I was speaking to him on Facebook and I told him I was thinking of playing Barra Fealty. Um, and he slowly talked me around to giving the same list as, as you had a go. So that's how I got to that point. Okay. So, um, the idea is the power challenge is the best challenge, obviously, because it wins you the game. Not just stalls the game, but wins you the game if you do enough of them. Yes. Uh, Barrett are really good at power challenges. Tyrell are good at power challenges. And there's lots of renown. And you draw cards if you win power challenges. So, that I think that's the kind of the theory. There's... A bit of control in here with Mel and similar, and then there's quite a lot of like you know Renowny, Rushy, power challengey kind of thing, which is cool. Lots of strength boosts and all that. Um, Barney described it to me as a, a bit like a first edition Quentin deck, where you can um, it's very versatile and you can switch between control and um, like rush on a dime. And it's not quite like a Quentin deck. It doesn't have it's not as rushy or as controlly as a Quentin deck was, but um, it is. It is like a like a poor a poor man's version. Um, yeah, it was it was quite fun. Um, I played it a bit like a wall deck for a lot of the games, where I just kind of hopefully made them go first, defend the power challenge, and then just kind of snipe back where I can. Um, because winning the power challenge on the defense allows you to trigger Street of Sisters. It allows you to trigger. Um, support the people and a couple of games I did win my turn one power challenge on defense trigger support the people to put the red keep straight into play turn one which was awesome um yeah it 
I, I would have liked Varus. I think yep. that's just a general thing now. I know Barney said he doesn't like Varus, but I think he's the tits. I've so. come to believe he should be in every deck, really, yeah. apart from Night's Watch ones. I feel like it's just um, I'd rather have him than not. And if my opponent sees him, and I, even if I don't want to trigger him, they kind of put a lot of energy into playing around him or um, or killing him. And if like they see him with seen in flames, he's probably going to be the card they take. Yeah. Even if you don't, you, you, even if the board state doesn't doesn't want it, warrant him. Um, he just he makes people shit themselves, which I like. Yeah, I fun. saw him used in a Stark Fealty deck um, a few days ago. Yeah. And that really surprised me, as you can imagine, seeing Varus land on the table. Um, I thought, fucking hell, I, what's going on here? Um, and it completely turned the game upside down. I was, I was in complete control of the game. Varus comes out, boom, gone. I mean, this wasn't using um, the deck we're talking about, by the way. It was on Octagon. Um, but just while we're on the subject of Varus, yeah. Um, I would never really have considered him in stock, but yeah, it acted like an offensive Valor in many ways. Um, yeah, Stark runs a lot of um, duplicates, doesn't it, of its key characters, yeah. and it mm. runs Bodyguard, I assume, in Fealty. Yeah. So, um, why not, very eh? Very, very good indeed. But yeah, as for the, the deck, um, I think there was a, a little bit of column A and column B for me, where column A was kind of unfavourable matchups. Um, the first game was against a Baron Night's Watch wall deck, which I think, from what I could tell, was almost card for card the deck that I took to the tournament that where we all went to. <laughs> um, I don't know whether it was someone, the person in question looked at my list or it was just they built it along the same guidelines, I don't know. But I was recognising all the tech that was coming out. Um, makes it very hard to poke through a power challenge when yes. all that is in there. Um, and as we've just discussed this whole deck really turns on the power challenges. So not being able to force them through and certainly not being able to be given the opportunity to defend them because they weren't coming back at me kind of makes it fall on its arse a little bit. Um, the next game was against the Lannister Banner Tyrell, which I have said this to Barney, so I'm not saying it um, nastily. Um, I feel like the deck, that deck was kind of doing what this deck wanted to do but just more efficient in every way. Mm -hmm. um, it had access to more uh, removal, so better control through Tyrion in the event. Um, and was just the, the board state was so large that I couldn't wrestle back control of it using just Randall, especially when there's another Randall over the other side of the table. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not by any means saying that the, the deck is responsible, but... Um, I didn't have the answers to what I was seeing. So what I would say is whilst the deck can go off, it can do things very well, as you've, as you've proven, it's by no means is it a works against all comers sort of thing. So, yeah, give it out, give it a go, try it, see how people got on with it. Um, yeah. It's certainly not bad, but um, just be aware that its game plan can be disrupted relatively easily um, by the right build. Yeah, well, I mean, Lanny Rose is pretty damn good at his power challenges with Randall and um, Tywin. Because Tywin's going to be able to yeah, beat most of your guys on the defence yeah. or even the offence. They need to get one through to uh, disrupt your draw and then you're potentially scuppered. And Tyrion's stealth really um, doesn't help there either. Yeah. No, so there we go. Yeah. Um, so I played again. I've oh, gone, sorry. No, I was say it's fun. It was nice to try out something different as well. So, um, yeah, and like I said, I really appreciate Barney sharing a list with me. Um, it just didn't go my way on the day. Okay. Um, so I, uh, I played it as well, obviously, and I played against a Greyjoy Rose, which uh, was a reasonably close game. It, um, it came down, he varused. A couple of turns in, which I wasn't expecting from a Greyjoy deck. Um, and, yeah, completely wiped my board of some pretty tasty characters, but I recovered very well, so that's, you know. Uh, Balon is a real issue for this deck, if he gets set up. Because he can force through those power challenges. Yeah. Um, 
Although, I mean, if you've got the red keep, you can still oppose it because you still got the, the plus two. Yeah, this it's is worth discussing, easy. actually, because I think a lot of people don't understand this concept. So let's briefly segue onto that, shall we? Um, with, with the red keep, obviously, uh, as it reads, it says it contributes two strength to your side when you've got a participating character. So it doesn't work on its own, doesn't work in a vacuum. But where, how Balon interacts with this is if you say block with a chump of two strength, Balon will make that character not count their strength. So there we go. That, that interaction without any other um, influence from anywhere else means the challenge is unopposed. But the Red Keep is contributing its own strength. It's not the characters, it's contributing its own. So in these situations, it isn't unopposed. So if you are using the Red Keep and you're seeing a lot of Greyjoy and this is happening to you, just put someone in the challenge and it won't be unopposed and all the Greyjoy goodness that triggers off that won't be able to work. So keep that in mind. So it takes away two and then pluses two instead of plusing two then taking away four. Yes, um, no. No, it's the, the character no. just doesn't count their strength, but the but the red boost... keep gives them plus two. No, no, the no. red keep gives plus two to you as a player during the challenge. Your side. That's the thing. Um, it's not the, the character isn't getting the boost. Your side, like that's an abstract concept. All right. So as a as all two. of you, Balon, plus two. Yeah, Balon can't stop that because it's not attached to a character. It's attached to your side. Yeah. It's uh, it works the same way as the melee titles do. They yeah, would also exactly. you would get the plus strength as long as you have a participating character, even if the character is zero strength or um, just doesn't count their strength. So yeah, so that matchup was made difficult by Balon, but I could kind of deal with him and uh, just yeah, just got got the strength out to get through it eventually. Um, the second game was against Secondary Dave, who was playing Night's Watch Banter to the Sun. Um, which we had built the day before, and I'd I'd battered him about five games in a row, and then he just absolutely bent me over and spanked me on the day. It was disgusting. You know, he saw tons of characters. He saw Benjamin. He saw the ranging party. I couldn't win any power challenges. I think I got to about eight power myself, but he just oh, it was it was brutal. It was. I did hear you lost against Dave? Yeah, it, it that's. Was, uh... He, um, he texted me after he beaten you to tell yeah, me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was so pleased. Um, yeah. yeah, he piloted it very, very well. The Night's Watch style really... Uh, he, Yeah, he can play Night's Watch quite well. One of the more interesting plot choices we, we made was um, a second calling the banners. Okay. Yeah, uh, because he... It just allows you to... Because a lot of people just drop more and more things against Night's Watch. And just that extra economy really allowed him to keep his uh, keep his presence up. Even like after a wildfire, it will give him a little bit more. Or after... A, not Varus. But um, it allows it always allows him to have that extra gold to play the Ravens. That kind of thing. That's a good um, idea. Because you're awesome. never really... Six, six Initiative as well. is really yeah. good in Night's Watch. Yeah. I think it's a good idea in Night's Watch in general. Because you're are not really going to be affecting their board state in terms of miniature challenges unless you've got the opportunity to. Um, mm-hmm. You shouldn't be going to look out to make miniature challenges because you just don't care about them. If you've no. got all your pieces in place and I watch, you've got a there is a clock on the on the game. Yeah. Um, you need to care about defending miniature challenges to stop put to the torch. So yeah, yeah I think it's a good idea because it's just money in the bag for you twice. That's a really good shout. Yeah. So his um his general plot lineup was something like um. Uh, here to serve is what it's called now. Here to serve for Kaliot rather than Aemon. Yep. Uh, and then he would like generally flip something like a uh, fortify position or um, or calling, and then go for the wall either turn two or three if he hasn't seen it already. But yeah, yeah I, I it is a lot of people flip building season very early when they don't have the facilities to support it. He's like, fine, play the wall turn one, but I'm now just going to batter your board in your hand. And you won't be able to defend it. But if you can yeah. set your board up, limit their power gain, and then put the clock on turn three, it makes it a lot easier once you've got your ravens set up, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and it really worked yeah, for him, and he I'll ended t- up going uh, three and one. Oh, cool. Pretty good. He only lost against the Greyjoy Rose deck in the final final round. Um, yeah, that's a harsh matchup. He just couldn't deal with Balon, and he he almost did. It was you know it came down to the last turn. He flipped building orders to try and get a. A milk, and if he'd seen the milk, he would have won. But alas, it was too far down the deck. Ah. Um, 
yeah, so I got battered by Dave. I then played against um, the uh, Darren playing the uh, the Worlds deck. Uh, you know, the Martel. Everyone calls it the Worlds deck. The deck that won Worlds. Sam Bratz is a Martel Rose deck. Um, he saw Gaston Gray and Sunspear on setup. Um, right. And I saw Knight of Flowers and um, Randall very early. So what I did was I left, I left Randall standing pretty much always um, and poked little challenges through with the Knight of Flowers um, to like try and draw the, the Gaston. Got a couple of power on him before he was eventually varished away and just used Randall to defend. Yeah. Um, so Did I was managed to get my draw because there was no way that deck can get power challenges through Randall without Ario Hotar. Um, and I picked Ario Hotar out of hand with the Scene and Flame, so that was fine. Um, after the Varus, he marched, but I was able to recover very quickly with um, my third copy of Randall, which I'd kept back in hand. Um, and by the end of it, I dropped Bob to force the Gaston, which then allowed Randall to go nuts. Yeah. Um, and then I had enough gold to play Bob again the second turn, which was great. Um, Darren tried the long plan into naval superiority trick, which I'm a big fan of, but I saw it coming a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. When he was, you know, he had like five gold saved. He didn't spend any gold. He picked some more up in challenges. And then, yeah, I, I was like, I know naval, I knew the plot deck within one card. Cause I, I wasn't expecting Long Plan until it arrived. Uh, but once I had seen it, I was like, well, the deck's plot is definitely naval superiority. So um, I'll play Filthy Accusation, kneel out your whatever risk you had, and you're stuck with less gold than you might hope. And I still had a decent board, which was nice. Um, the last round I played against Rebecca, who was playing um, Targaryen Banter to the Wolf, which was a really cool deck. It was... The Stark version of the uh, the Pretty Boys deck, you know, the Jamie and Drogo deck, where you just make lots of military challenges. But it was running war plots to make the Vanguard of the North not kneel. Yeah. So instead of relying on Jamie, you could rely on these three non-unique armies, which right. worked surprisingly well. And it, it ran three copies of Dracaris, um, three copies of Put to the Sword, and three copies of Tears of Lease. And it was terrifying. That's coming at you pretty hard. Yeah. Um, but I saw Randall with Heartsbane and Marjorie turn one. So. Yeah, that's all your pieces. I was like, I'm not getting burnt. <laughs> so I just rushed hard before she. So, what plot lineup was it using then to make these guys not kneel? Because there's not that many war ones, is there? Uh, two heads on spikes, for sure. Uh-huh. Um, Storm of Swords. Yeah. There was a noble, noble cause in there, but that obviously isn't war. Uh, I'm not sure what else, to be fair, but there was there you can there are enough to make, you know, five or six at least. In there, let's have a quick look. That's a good fit for um, uh, calling the not calling the banners, master the realm as well. Yeah, definitely. So the storm of swords is a war plot. Heads on spikes, marching orders, but I don't believe she played that jousting contest. Okay. Um, Naval superiority, don't know if that was played again. I didn't see the whole plot deck. Fortified position, but that will be pointless, because then they'll be blank. Uh, wildfire. Reinforcements, but you shouldn't play that. Uh, Rise of the Oh, I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's reinforcements? Choose a character with printed cost 5 or lower in your hand or discard pile and put it into play. Oh, no, forget about it. Sorry, wrong one. What are you thinking? Rebu- rebuilding? Rebuilding. Yeah? I'm coming around to rebuilding. Yeah? Especially in Targ. I don't know if there's enough tutor and draw in Targ to warrant it. It's nice stats, though. It is nice stats. Fucking crazy stats. 5516. Getting those Tracaruses or whatever back in your deck. It's going to keep people thinking, where are they? True. Because once you've seen three Tracaruses or two, you start thinking, well, you know, probably going to be all right. If you know they've gone back in the deck somewhere. But you're absolutely right. There's not enough draw, not enough tutor. But as soon as Shadow Black Lane comes out... Yeah, you might be alright then. We are cooking. Yeah, so. yeah. Once Shadow Black Lane's come out, I, I can see it. I'll, I'll give that a go. We um, just need a bit more draw across the board, really, don't we? It's very, very hard to come by. Mm. 
it's, that makes me sad. When your only draw is a seven-cost unique character, that's sad. Yeah. yeah. Which is one of the main reasons I haven't played Targ yet. I don't think I've played them at all. Well, the thing is, it doesn't seem to be hurting them that much because they are bloody fantastic. True. But I've never really liked the aggro burn. I'm not, I'm not a massive burn fan from first edition. The no, you are Targ deck so I played... Have. Well, actually, I did win nationals with a burn deck, I guess. It's just it was a barra burn deck. Yeah, which is fine. And it was a combo deck, really. Um, but yeah, when I played... Yeah, I uh, that, Dave, it's in the past. Yeah, when I played all, uh, all those Targ 2-2-2 decks, they were jumpers and resets, really. They were very fun, though. Yeah. Like, they're just There's kind of like, aha! <laughs> it was a little bit of burn to protect your hand, really, rather than proper removal. It was just, just a case of, just for fun, really. Just like, yeah. I'm going to burn him. Uh, okay. You're trying to justify burn. Oh, it wasn't, you know... Just just a a I like a little bit of burn. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit to protect my characters, not because I'm a douche. Oh, yeah, okay. just, just a little bit. Well, it didn't even need... Uh, it didn't need uh, Threat from the North. That was superfluous. That was like the worst plot in the deck. We know exactly All about regroup. <laughs> All about regroup. Um, so yeah, it, we, we then, uh, after the four rounds, we cut to a top two. Um, Dave was very sad because he went three, he went three and oh and then lost his last round. And the strength of schedule actually put him at third. Oh. Um, based on the fact that he, one of his opponents had a mod win. Oh. Which put him below me by one point. So he would have come second if it wasn't for that. So oh, no, he must have died. Um, yeah, but still, considering he didn't, he didn't play first edition very much, and he's not played second edition very much in his defence, probably no more than about 20 games, um, he's put in a fantastic show in the last two tournaments. He's 5-2 and two with losses to Richard and Crocodile Hammers, so that's pretty Judy. good. Um, yeah. So it cuts top two, went to a final. I rematched Richard, who was playing the uh, the Greyjoy, um, the Greyjoy deck with yeah. the with the Rose Banner, yeah. Uh, and that is recorded and will go up on YouTube in the next week or so, um, which should be good. Should be a good watch. Um, that was a fun game. Uh, I could, I got that. I did the support that people turn one to get my keep into play. Kind of played off that. Um, I saw a Mel quite early. And I used her, as we have been doing, as an enemy informer. So yep. you lob her down, you kneel a character, and then you just forget about her. You don't dig for your real or cards. You don't, um, you don't try and protect her or anything. She's just there making your opponent nervous. She's um, an intrigue icon. Yeah, and she was put to the sword. So good stuff. Like, <laughs> when you put her to the sword... I know, oh, no, it's terrible. Yeah. He put her to the sword instead of... Um, I think I had a duped Randall. Uh... But or whatever other useful character I had, um, it was good. I was happy uh, because yeah. I didn't see any more real cards. Most of them had gone. Um, that was quite fun because I played a, a scene in flames turn one, and uh, he cancelled it with hands judgment. Yep. I was like, oh, what's in there? That's yeah. fun. So I played my one hands judgment of the day. You're still Neil, though, don't they? No, because Mel wasn't out at that point. Oh right. No, so I, yeah, I played my one hands, the only hands judgment I played all day. I played then, and uh, managed to pick a bail on at his hand. So I was pretty happy. Oh, juicy! Yeah, yeah. As a quicker side, do we think hands judgment is worth running in every deck currently? Um, Barney's Barney's thought is that it is the tips. Yeah. Um, and I he's would... he's putting it in all his decks, and I agree, it's very good. Um, I would say, how much target do you expect? And are you running Varys or Night's Watch? Yeah. If you're running Varys, you might want it to protect him from treachery and put the sword. If you're run- if you're seeing a lot of Targ, you want to cancel Dracarys. And if you're playing Night's Watch, you need to cancel Dracarys. And ha- uh, things I do for love and all these other things which just wreck your day. To be honest, cancels in a deck are always going to be useful, let's be honest. Everyone loves a bit of cancel. Plus it's really satisfying when you pull it off. Just kind of like, ah, because they always have a grin on their face, like a little subtle grin, like a really bad poker face, and they play it, and it's like, ah, I see. Cancel. Ah. <laughs> but the fact you have to keep your gold back on the off chance that they have a useful event worth cancelling. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a shame. Yeah. Well, it can cancel X costed events for nothing, can't it? It can, yeah. So it is good at forcing your own events past other people's hands' judgments. 
Mm. Um, and cancelling things I do for love is awesome. Yes. Obvs. Obvs. So yeah, uh, that that was my day. It was good. And then I went and got rat assed and hey. had a horrendous hangover. I got up at 5pm on Sunday. Nice. Um, I went and had a lovely roast dinner afterwards. Um, <laughs> our host cooked um, roast lamb in beer. In oh. beer? In beer, yeah. All things. Yeah. And we had a massive Baileys. Huge bottle of Baileys. Yeah, I sent you a picture, I was so proud of it. I did. You did. Yeah. I was very happy. And that prompted us to pack our bags immediately afterwards. Yes, it spreads, doesn't it? Like yeah, I was like, oh, Craven's packing his bags. Like, oh, James, we, we should pack our bags. <laughs> yeah. Can be plenty of that. Okay. Um, Peel, have you played any Thrones this week? I have not, no. <laughs> Excellent. Right yeah. then. Peel, do you want to play Thrones this week? There's a um, championship on Saturday. I can't, Dave. I have no money. That's a shame. Where's like, the store championship, Dave? It's in Mansfield. Well, it's Sutton and Ashfield. Where is Mansfield. that? Mansfield's like half an hour north of Nottingham. So oh. it's just under two hours from me. Oh, no, I won't be going to that. Yeah, well, you bit... can drive up on the, uh, on the Friday. Oh, I could Stay do. Over. This will be Waffles' first tournament. Is it? Second oh. edition. He has played three games so far. Three games? Exciting. Uh, yeah, all... Well, if Craven's going, I have to go because there can't be a tournament where two of you go to in Nottingham. <laughs> which is considerably <laughs> further away for Craven than it is for me. Yeah, I really don't think that's going to happen, guys. I'll be honest. <laughs> Fair play. It's a bit too far. Okay. All right. Shall we do? Shall we assemble our super team then? Oh no, we've got uh, we've got the player restricted list. Oh yeah, we need to you tell Peel to... all about it, don't we? Yeah, all you, about you can take this one. Okay. Right, Peel. You might be briefly aware that um, at US Nationals. Not worlds, nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, it became apparent due to a cryptic post on Card Game DB. The person who won it, a guy called, um, actually, I'm not going to name him. No. I'm not going to listen to Witch Hunt. Um, <laughs> I think it's past that. Yeah, but no, I don't. You know, it's not. It's not what this is about. Um, but a certain individual, you can look it up. The video exists. Was cheating. Okay. Um, prolifically. He was drawing three cards rather than two throughout the whole of the games that were being recorded. So there's no reason to suspect he wasn't doing it in every game he was playing. Um, subsequently, it was outed publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what ensued on Card Game DB um, was just brilliant, really. Um, this The person in question created a sock puppet account to defend himself. Um, so he was white knighting for himself. Um, but left himself logged in on his fake account when he posted again later as himself. Okay. So the so, whole thing uh, fell down around him quite he, dramatically. He really didn't manage to keep himself out of the pit of oblivion then, did he? <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so there was lots of um, calls for um, something to be done. Lynching? Um, because FFG needed to make a statement, needed to do something. Mm which they subsequently have, they have um, put up a, basically a banned players list, like a restricted <laughs> list for players, with his name as the only one on it. Um, <laughs> he's, he's banned from entering or being even there as a spectator okay. till 2020. 2020? That's a long time. That is a fucking long time, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like, I, you know, for a minute there, I thought 2020, oh, hang on a minute, that's, that's four years. It's that's four a years four away. Four year ban. That's a whole cycle. It's practically uh, five years from the point of that, the, uh, the crime. That's a generation of a card game, effectively. That's that's an addition. <laughs> At FFG's rate, that is about one cycles of cards. One yeah. cycle of conquest. <laughs> yeah. So that he might have the Necron box by the time he's back. Yeah. Well. So, um, but they've they've come down hard on it, um, which yeah, you can't complain about. I mean, good. Good, to I be honest, if, if you're doing that blatantly on camera, then it's your fault you get caught in the patrol zones. You know, that's your own problem. You shouldn't be messing around with floor spikes. This is it. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Like, I, I kind of, in a way, almost feel bad for the way the guy was basically just ripped to pieces online. But then again, Sodom. He, vo- he volunteered for it, didn't he, really? You, you don't, it, I mean, there, there's one thing that's cheating, that's bad. 
All right, I'm not going to die. Cheating's bad. Uh, whether you're doing it in sports, like some countries, or in tennis, like some officials, uh, or various other things, um, or in card games, like this person in question, but then creating a, a um, you know, a, an account <laughs> in another email address, because that would have taken effort. That wasn't just a kind of a small thing, like oh, hang on a minute, I've got two accounts, I can do it. You would have had to create the separate account. Did he ha- did he spend a few weeks establishing some kind of reputation for it? You know? um, I'm, I'm not sure. The guy did have a few posts, but he, I can't remember exactly what went on. But yeah, I mean, he caused major damage to himself here. I mean, that's just kind of like effectively driving into the flame pit. Yeah. You know, there's no arguments there. You, you've just driven straight into the flame pit. You've hit the angle grinders on the way in, and you're wandering straight into the arena sidebars. Yeah. So we can agree. Yeah. Bannum, sod it. Four years. I would like no to see parole. that. It, yeah, no parole. <laughs> no nothing. You know, you can... You're gone. Yeah. So, that's that. That's the news. That's the FFG news for the week. Banned list. I mean, I haven't seen the video yet, but hopefully I'll be like... I, I might have a little look for it on Card Game DB at some point. Um, it's pretty it's, bad. I well, mean, Dave's, it's got, Dave's got a copy of it, I think, didn't you say? I, I can get you a link to it. If you could find me a link, I, don't, for I, don't, it. I didn't download it for my my I own thought personal had, pleasure to watch on my PlayStation. Show it to, to me, but like if you could yeah, just yeah, send yeah. us, I'll watch it. It's tomorrow. on Team Covenant's channel on YouTube. It's still there. Oh, there you go. Easy. And you can see the you can see the um the the moment really in time when it was out that he was cheating because the comment section gets quite funny. <laughs> so um, yeah. <laughs> but this is why when people talk about this, they they come up with a this is from him thing because yeah. the sock account. He tried to claim afterwards that the original person had emailed him his statement and the sock puppet was posted on his behalf. It got really convoluted. Um, and I, 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 do, I do feel... Yeah, he did dig himself a hole. I, I do genuinely, in, in many ways, feel quite bad for the guy. But then again, he willingly cheated. So there's and only so sympathy you can have. If, if he just held his hands up and gone, look, I cheated, I'm sorry, I, I am, I'm not going to do it again. Like and just gone, you know. I'm sorry if he, you know, if he just basically made a public apology and just basically put it as it was. I, I cheated. I got caught. I am really sorry. I will not come to any tournaments for a year yeah. as my own punishment or something like that. And I reckon it would have. I reckon it would have just gone away. I reckon it would have just faded out, and everyone would have gone. Well, fair enough. Look, yeah, you've been caught. You've admitted it, and it's all gone. Is it the finals game three? Is it Doomtown? No, not Doomtown. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know if someone was cheating that or not. I don't know. Play it. No. It, oh, um, Doom Town's insanity. I, I did not understand it at all. Gotta, they change all the terms. You like boot to your guys instead of kneel them. It's one of those things I bought, looked at, and went, oh, I mean, I've never touched again. Yeah. And sold him, in fact. I think it was in Lord of... Was it? Uh, not Lord of the Rings. Um, that's Conquest. the one. That's why it's bloody hard to I just find. can't understand why you would do it. I really don't get why you would cheat. It doesn't make any sense to me. But, oh well. No. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, it's done now. How long ago was it? Was it about six months ago? Yeah, probably. Yeah, there you go. LCG Conquest. Was it the two Tulsa regionals? No, no it's the national finals. Here, wait for the link. We'll send Stop you a link there. <laughs> you only go and bloody watch it and we'll lose you. Yeah, no worries. Um, right, okay. N- now shall we assemble our Avengers? Assemble yes. our Avengers. Okay. So, what we're going to do, everybody, is we are going to say which is the best character at each cost slot currently, and we will then keep this list updated as time goes by. You can see it on our Facebook page and comment away. Very exciting. Yeah. Do you want to? So, do you want to? Do you want to host this segment? Sure, I'll host this segment. Is your idea. Um, Peel. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the best character at one gold? One Why? gold? Yeah. Well, I thought about this long and hard, Craven. Long and hard. And it took me many, many, many looks at the, the cards that cost one gold to decide. And I have chosen the Garden Caretaker. Garden Ooh. Caretaker? And why that? Why? He looks the least threatening. <laughs> he's priming roses all of the others admittedly aren't doing threatening things the you know the gradual ones carrying fish you know there's, there's a, a the, 
The yep. uh, Lannister one is uh, is trying to sell you something. You know, yep. he's doing his lovely merchanty hand expression, which they all seem to do apparently, as if salesmen nowadays just give a gesture of a hand and then look at this item, it's lovely, um, and you buy it. But no, the garden caretaker, he's the least threatening. He doesn't give a shit about what's going on. He doesn't care. All he's got to do is look after those roses, and he's doing it. And um, doing it properly. Do you remember when you guys came to mind when I was teaching my friend Kev how to play? Um, just yeah. prior to you guys arriving, he was actually kind of completely bamboozled by the presence of a garden caretaker. Because <laughs> um, I don't know how much of the books he's read. I don't think he's actually read that. I know he's watched the show, but it's not really explicitly kind of put across in the show that High Garden is literally a garden, isn't it? It's like the Chelsea Flower Show, isn't it, High Garden? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's their thing. So garden caretakers are bimbling around all over the place. Um, and Kev was like, why? Why would you bring him to this? Why would you get him involved in a war? Like, there's a dragon. He's got there. a power icon. <laughs> What's this guy doing? And um, yeah, it did. It was quite difficult to explain when it's put to you like that. You're like, well, actually, that's a good point. Like, <laughs> this guy, what's, what's the point? Um, I think he's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's kind of like, well, you've got to have a fight. Well, I don't really want to. Yeah, I've um, got to tend these roses, mate. I'll tell you what, I'll do a power challenge. That's not going to hurt you, is it? Nah, it's <laughs> only one strength. That'll be fine. You do that. You have a or little. Or is cheap. it? Oh, yeah. If I could ever. W- if I'm. Like ever in a position where I can win a game with an unopposed power challenge and I know they can't block it and I have a garden caretaker down, I'm winning a game with nothing but the garden caretaker. At we some know. point, I, that is my goal for this year. I'm going to win a game using the garden caretaker for the final challenge, attacking alone. You heard it here first, folks. Very exciting. Right. Of course, Dave. the garden taker will have heart's bane and will be uh, <laughs> bumped by Marjorie. Well, yeah, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's I put about six, whether I put three attachments on him, Dave, that doesn't come into the, that doesn't come into it. Okay. It's just you know, he's there now. So um, I, it's just occurred to me we may get into a position here where all three of us like someone different. So how about this for rules? Yeah, if two people like one person, they win, and if it's a straight split between all three of us, we'll put it to the vote on the Facebook page. Sounds yeah. good. Okay, cool. Carry on then. Okay. So, you'll probably agree with me, Craven, but my favourite is Steward of the Wall. Uh, no, I don't agree with you. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, so, <laughs> for one thing, he's got a white raven. Christ, come on. Yeah, true, uh, I like that part of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, secondly, he looks like Tiziano, because all of Tiziano's male features look like Tiziano. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, he's got an intrigue icon, which is, makes him different from all the others. So, if you banner to or from the watch, he's, he gives you a different icon at that slot. Oh, that's and, a good um, he also, oh, he's a steward, so he can be found by um, the search event that no one plays. And uh, he's really important because economy is scarcer in Night's Watch than it is in other factions. Well, you know what? You're arguing me around. That's yes. a really compelling argument because I was going to say Viserys Targaryen. Oh, yeah, he's a legitimate oh, yeah. one-class <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah that we makes had a lot them. more sense. Um, no, actually, no, sorry, I'm sticking with a garden caretaker. Um, I was going to say Viserys um, because he is, uh, you know, an actual character who does something. Um, and he has an interrupt which removes the need for you really to worry about confiscation in your target deck if you don't want to run it. But putting those things down, that's kind of like one niche interaction. Whereas I kind of actually kind of come around to think what you just said about the steward at the wall does edge him out in terms of overall use to his faction. I think it is the steward. So he's in. Yes. Our first one. Steward at the wall. So we've come in. Yeah, yeah, that's our ref bot. Yep. There we go. Saving the pitch up. It's (laughs) saved. Ready to go. Okay. Um, Dave, you can go first then. Oh, this one's a tough one. I have lots character. of options. Um, I like I like the versatility of Edric Dane. Uh, stealth's really good. Yep. Stealth's really good. Smart telephone. Um, just don't forget to pay the gold and make sure you pack attachment hate. The way you described him, Dave, it almost sounded like an erotic novel. Yeah, but it's not because he's like eight. So it's definitely not an erotic novel. Yeah. I assure you. <laughs> but the art is really good. Like, Beric is just dead. 
and Edric's just bossing it. Yeah. Because Edric knows he's coming back to life. Yeah, it'll be fine. Spoilers. Come on. Whoops. You players might not have seen season three or read book three. Yeah, well. (laughs) It's not a big one. Um, I like Edric. Uh, But there are lots of characters of that slot I like. Yeah. Um, It's a tough one. What I'm going to go with... I kind of don't want to say it, but it's going to have to be Bran Stark. He's a goodie. Yeah. Back cancel. The aforementioned comments on Hans Judgment. He got a bit of leeway with that with Stark. With Brands going in. Brands way better than Hans Judgment. Yeah. He is good. And it's a sacrifice, not a kill, so you can um reuse him. He's so he's probably it, the best reason to ban a Stark, right? Uh, one of, yeah. Yeah. You get a nice little control and efficiency package in a way with Stark, don't you? When you ban it to them. Um, and yeah. he is the major reason why that is. Well, he's the control in that package. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Bran Stark. Go on then, Peel. You see, this was a tough one for me because um, it was a choice of two. And I couldn't decide which one. Uh, I really couldn't. It was either left <laughs> or right. Now, I couldn't decide which one was better. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go with left because I think a power icon is a little bit better than an intrigue icon. Okay. But in our all-star team, you won't have both. Yeah. But I so like to think one could still put in a shout icon. with a little military icon. Just Not over Bran Stark. Well, <laughs> I, <laughs> if you weren't going to let me have him, Edric I was going to... Edric has any icon. <laughs> I was going to go with Sajora Mormon if I had to choose one that wasn't left or right. Now, that's a proper answer. <laughs> he's not, but he's good, Jorah. He is. But... I don't think he's brilliant long term. I, I mean, in terms of as for carpool expands, I think you're going to see less of him. I think he's going to be a solid one of in every Targaryen deck for yeah, a long time. Yeah, he'll be a one of, but he won't be in triplicate. And I don't think he's even in triplicate at the moment. Whereas Brand, no, I, I, I like two drawers at the moment. I think two is about right. Um, oh, so we've got our first split. Is anyone going to budge? Certainly not me. Uh, I'm I'm all over this, Edric. Yo, yo, yo. Wicked lads. So we've agreed with Bran. I can't go. I can't choose Bran, and I can't choose Edric. I just can't choose either of them because they're children, and in a fight, I would not want an (laughs) eight-year-old on my side. I feel like that would be, if anything, a hindrance. It would start crying. It would annoy me, and I'd be forced to just go. No, you go way outside. I've had enough of this. Leave this fight. Edric doesn't uh, cry. Edric's badass. He doesn't look badass, Dave. Hey, look at him. He's got a, his sword is bigger than his. Bran's riding a horse. Yeah, barely. Yeah, but he's still riding a horse. <coughs> Don't see Edric riding a horse. There's and a horse. A... I'd rather have Bran and his horse than Edric and his sword. No, oh, I'm Edric Dane would kick Bran's ass. <laughs> yeah. At this point of the story, at least, before Bran became like a tree Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> or he became an Ewok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of two cost children that are quite good because Shireen's pretty decent as well. Yeah, but she's, she's not. She's not as good as those other guys. She's better than left and right. They're so, always uh, just going to be Matildas to me. I can't think of anything. You know. So you're sticking with left peel. I no. I'm not going. I decided on Jorah. Jorah. I went with Jorah. I sensibled up. That's a <laughs> word. You've got to take this cast seriously, Peel. We're not here to piss about. We're here to yes. give informative opinions. It's a serious show. Right. Um, cost free. I better go first then. Yeah. Mm, cost free. Yeah, I said a little think. Um, oh, tough one, this. There are loads. It's a tough one, but I am going to say The Hound. The Hound has had a big impact on Neil and Byrne. Um, he is, because prior to this, ambush tricks tend to be with sort of shittier characters that you can just throw under the bus, whereas the Hound, you can ambush him in and actually do some damage with him. Um, he's very versatile. He's very strong. Um, and for that reason, 
Yes, the hound. Okay. Bill? Yeah. You're not going to like my suggestion either because it's not going to be either of yours. Um, Firstly, I went with a merchant prince because I... I want to know what he's. <laughs> you like bad cards. <laughs> I want to know what he's selling, and he looks really happy. And then we I discussed thought, no. this when Dave was in America. He's selling financial services. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a companion. He's selling himself. We've been through this. All the companions are whores. He is. He is a whore, um, and that's <laughs> what you have to remember with him. So I decided to change my mind and went with A on Damper. Okay. Everyone's pretty good. Yeah. I like A on Damper. I like the fact that if you, you know, it comes to it. Oh no. I can kill someone for this military, not a problem. I can just bring them back in the dominance phase. Because if you go second, you can normally tell if you're going to win dominance, if they're going to make a challenge. So they can either kill one of your guys, lose dominance, and then you have him come back, or they can not make a military at all. Either way, kind of safe. Absolutely. Yeah, good call. Go on in, Dave. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I, I was very tempted by the Hound, but I've got to say, Maester Kaliot, because he just fucks people off and he makes people tearsable. Makes people produce tears out of their face. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, I lost the challenge. Oh, best take that intrigue icon away from Tywin just in case. Yep. <laughs> so we've got another all star split then. Yeah. Yep. So you um, may see a theme in that I've chosen on. icon control so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Let's try and get this one right, boys. We are gonna. Oh God! I started clicking on Merchant Prince. He looks so uncertain about whatever's being said to him. Like, just hold this sword, mate. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll get an extra icon and plus one strength. Right, Dave. Your favourite forecaster. It's not even plus one strength per attachment. It's just plus one strength. Yeah. He's so fucking wank. It's not, like um, mad, it's not even as good as the Mad King. No, he isn't. The Mad King is awesome when you stack him. Yeah. Caitlin. She's my favourite forecast character. Even though she's Stark. Even though she's Stark. Is it because she's basically Brienne of Darth? The thing is, I didn't like Brienne of Darth that much in first edition because Shut I up, you Stark. Love... I love her in Baradex. Yeah. When you could push through like massive power cha- power claim power challenges. Um, but I hated her in Stark decks when all my characters get murdered by no quarter. Um, but I like Caitlyn. Well, I hate her because she shuts down Martell decks entirely. I but, love... Oh, you can't do anything in your injury challenge can't remember any of your effects just stop it just, sorry a lot Caitlin. of people ask me why i run serious training in a stark deck she is the reason yeah um so jumping ahead i'm going to agree with you dave Catelyn stark is Lovely. a superstar Peel. yeah again um i've Here gone go. with, i've gone with ghost. shirts raiders <laughs> <laughs> no i've gone with ghost I like Ghost, I like the artwork, I like the card, and I like the fact that after you bypass a character using stealth, that character cannot be declared as a defender. I like that kind of tech, because it means you can get through unopposed powers later on. If they've only got one power icon, you just stealth him for a military. Because he doesn't have to have a, a military icon for you to stealth him. No, you, can, you can just stealth him. So it's a nice little bit of tech, and that stuff's always fun. Catelyn Stark, by making a cut. I like Ghost. He's my favourite of the direwolves. He is a nice little direwolf. But he is in an offensive card in a defensive faction. Yes. Uh, and he should be in Martell with that effect, I feel. So, there we go. I'd like to see him in Greyjoy. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would. I really would. Okay. So, uh, five costs. Five costers. Got it. It's Peel first. I've got this. It's all right, yeah. lads. There's no need to argue about this. It's Asher Greyjoy. No. Yes. <laughs> she didn't even make my uh, my short list of five characters. Didn't my, she? <laughs> my favourite character at five cost is who I think is the best character in the game at the moment. Okay. God, you you carry on for a minute, Peel. You argue why Asher's the best. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm done. I'm looking at Littlefinger now. But um, no, I like Asher. I always have. I've always liked the Asher cards. They've always been useful for me. I like the fact that you can. She's got her own little section of standing tech. You know, I, I do enjoy some standy stuff. And I mean, I'm thinking. I my mindset is still, you know, in the gutter 
at the moment effectively it still hasn't risen up yet and i'm to be honest every time i read it i always do think back to the great joy of yesteryear and i think oh unopposed challenges i love a bit of unopposed action she stands if she gets one nothing's bad about that but you know if you're down and you can only get out a couple of cars and it's like a couple of you know if you're against two characters versus two characters she's useful in that situation she's good for kind of the small end fights not when you've got a large scale war but you know just a little little joust going on fantastic two challenges very nice okay what what was yours then craven the best card in the in the game Tyrion. yeah yeah there's been some discussion over the last few days about how people would fix Tyrion. Stop wouldn't. him being so OP restrict. He's not OP. There's, you know, should you make him limit once per phase or should you make him loyal or something? Um, no, he definitely shouldn't be loyal. Um, doesn't need fixing. No. Uh, the the argument was that, that. He, he takes a lot of... Um, he takes a lot of the decisions out of the game because you don't uh, have to decide what to marshal because you know you're just going to get more gold for ambush and events uh, in the challenge phase. Greg Atkinson said that, didn't he? He did, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that is call him out, call him out. Oh, I'm not calling him out. <laughs> yeah, come on, I'll fight you. No, um, no, I totally agree with him. He does. He does take a lot of decision points away, which is why he's so bloody good. But he doesn't need, <laughs> fix, doesn't need changing. Stuff, but this, the car pool changes. It, everything changes. Things evolve, things fall out of favour, things start getting neutered by other things that come into it. You know, I'm I'm not going to get involved and start calling for Tyrion's head. He's very very good at the moment. It won't last forever. Um, doesn't need fixing, but he is for for the reasons um, Greg said and what other people have said. Like absolutely correct. He removes that decision point, but that is just why he's so good. Doesn't mean he needs changing. I think if people still think he's the best character in the game in three yeah. years' time, yeah, well, yeah, maybe exactly. there is an issue. Uh, but we've got Nymeria next pack, so... <laughs> yeah. And he's burnable. He's very burnable, and he's also um, confinementable. Yeah, and he kneels. That makes him Exactly. Did you say he kneels? He can be knelt. Yeah, exactly. No, oh, right. Oh. Is that... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's not too OP because he does kneel at some point. <laughs> this is like, okay. Well, worst like, case. that is not Pot's Viper is, is not OP, basically. Yeah, fair enough. Worst case, there <laughs> is always milk of the poppy for these situations. Yeah. 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 And that's semi-thematic as well. well it's, it's thematic. He, he had some opium in The Clash of Kings. I mean, there is one thing, though. If they do introduce a lot more ambush to um, Lannister, and it seems to be obviously the tech that they're going with with Lannister, um, then maybe he's going to start getting to the point where it gets a little bit silly. But, you know, you're going to have to... I mean, if an ambush character costs four gold and you spend all your gold, you're going to have to still intrigue twice in order to get... I mean, and getting through an intrigue challenge twice, I mean, the other team, if they see him, might not necessarily intrigue. They might just go, hmm. So, I mean, he's not amazing, amazing, but he's damn good. Yeah, at the moment, he's disincentivizing intrigue challenges because if you intrigue that Lanny player and you don't hit the hound out of their hand, that <laughs> hound's going to come into play. Yep. Because he costs four gold to ambush. <laughs> you know who's so, great for that? What? Captain Stark. Yeah, it does make you uh, think a little bit more because now when you're playing Lannister, you're going to want them to go first. You know, you, you same are, as Lannister in first edition. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you want them to go first at the end of the day, and it's not going to be the be all and all. In, I don't know a few chapter packs time. If I uh, I want to go second in almost every single situation, the only two times I've chosen to go first in the last. Um, you know, couple of months. It's probably both games against Richard this weekend when I flipped Clash of Kings to his Rise of the Kraken. Yeah. And I need to go first and close before he gets to make challenges. Mm. I did for both times. So, yeah. Sec first is for suckers. It's all about second. First worst, um, second the best. Third, the one with the hairy, hairy chest. chest. Lovely. Oh, what a throwback. That's yeah. retro, guys. On the upside, if we did that. He'll be a massive that. smeg. Then Dave's the worst. I'm the best. And Craven, you have got a hairy chest. Yes, I posted a picture I've of me topless on Facebook, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
for showing my mad gains. <laughs> no pain, no claim. Swag. Like, yeah, exactly. I lift all the playmats. <laughs> I have an entire drawer dedicated to playmats now, and it doesn't fit them all. <laughs> which is which is definitely a first world problem. That's a lot of playmats. Yeah, just, in all, in all honesty, I am holding for people, so that that takes some pressure. <laughs> I'm holding I have, for uh, it, man. I have man. one for you, two for Waffle, one one's Reese's, two are Mike Clark's. Um, <laughs> but still, it's a lot. That wouldn't fool me in customs. It's not fooling me now. <laughs> okay, so shall I talk about my favourite five coster? Go yeah, I'm it. assuming it's not Tyrion then. Um. No, it is Tyrion. Yeah, <laughs> good. Uh, it is. I was very tempted by the Knight of Flowers. He's a one-man wrecking ball if you got some strength boosts. Um, and, yeah. But I think Tyrion is objectively better. Yeah, we don't have former world champions calling for the Knight of Flowers to be nerfed. So no. Tyrion's obviously doing something right. Yeah. Um, great. Six costas, then. Uh, I think, Dave, you're first now. My favourite... Six Costa is Westeros Varys. Westeros Varys. Westeros Varys. Uh, there is... I don't think there's any contest. Stannis is not as good. Balon's really good, actually. Uh, but basically anyone but Balon is just not as good as Varys. Varys is the tits. Varys wipes boards. If you want to hear my thoughts on Varys, go back to episode 24 and listen to... Episode 23 and listen to my thoughts on Westeros Bleeds. Because uh, it's the same thing, basically. Yeah. Except he's not as good. He's got a face. <laughs> he does. Uh, and you have to remove him from the game, so I always put him behind my plot deck. So he just kind of peeks out. It's like, you're all right. Yeah, I'll start doing more. that as well. Yeah. It's, it's much more fun, isn't it? Could yeah. be. Whee! Yeah. All right, um. Peel? Yeah, I've gone with Jamie Lannister. Sir Jamie, I love him. I think he's awesome in this edition. And I, I must admit, Lannister are a very strong house in this edition. And Jamie in the Pretty Boys deck absolutely trumps me on. And I do love a Pretty Boys deck. For that reason, Jamie is my man on the six-cost character. Plus, I don't think I've ever actually triggered Varys. Like, ever. No. We no. haven't. No. Okay. Uh, mine is Varys. Yeah, Varys. I've already said at the start of the show that I think he's going to be deck. Um, I think he is a remarkable card, especially for people making the transition from first to second edition. Um, it's it's scary out there without a reset. So having one in your deck, which also comes with a you know cheeky little bit of stealth, does help. So yeah, it's Varys. Uh, for all the reasons Dave said. Um, very, very close is Balon. Um but I think at the six cost, that is my sweet spot for characters. I think the, the overall best quality is at six cost. I think in terms of you know practical kind of use, six is the new black. It's good. true. Yeah. Six is fun. Yeah. So it's various then. Lovely. One more to go. One. This could be actually unanimous. Oh, I doubt it. Then there's a toss-up between two. So uh, let's see what you say. Go on, then, Peel. Robert Baratheon. Ooh. Go on. He has just... The last time I played, he had... I think with him alone, I managed to count about 18 strength or something ridiculous. Just because yeah, there were so many me. characters now. And he was just... Wah! <laughs> he's just... oh, he, He's a... Big hitter. You know, he's a big, heavy cost, big hitter. And for seven gold, you're normally going to get like a seven strength character at least out of him. Yeah, talk shit, get hit. He <laughs> is well and truly the biggest, baddest one as far as I can tell. He is the Sergeant Bash. <laughs> he's the only king in the game as well. Interesting. Yeah. Got to pack those hunting parties for uh, the mirror match. For the mirror match. Yep. Go on, Craven. You next. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Messing with the orders. I have got two people in mind, and I genuinely can't decide which one I think is better. This is a tough one. Is one of them Robert Baratheon? No. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Is one, one of is, them Tywin? One of them is Tywin. 
Um, Tywin is a machine who gives no fucks about tears. Is almost impossible to burn. Um, it's going to take pretty much all of your burn tech to get him out of a game. Um, and I think well, if he's taking two Dracarises to get shot of him, that's a, probably a, you know, a trade you'll take with all the rest of the stuff that usually supports him. Um, he is fantastic. He's well worth that seven gold. But as much as it leaves a taste of sick in my mouth, um, I think Daenerys is better. Really? Oh, ah. Yeah, I do. Um, because of two reasons. One, as we've already discussed, she brings a much-needed draw to Targaryen. Her very presence enables a lot of the other Targ trickery, as long as she's standing, obviously. Um, and whereas Tywin doesn't really care about tears, Daenerys doesn't care a great deal about milk, because she'll get all her swag provided to her by the dragons, even if she's blank. Obviously, you lose out the previous two things that I've just said. So, with that in mind, I think I've just talked myself around the same timing. Because <laughs> okay. Tywin is very good when he's milked as well. He's still a Tricom with six strength. There's only one bigger character when milked. Yeah. But Does he still give the two gold when milked? No. No. Um, I was very, very tempted by Bob, but I agree that Tywin is better. He's almost as big. He's economy. He's got that all-important intrigue icon. Um, yeah, he's just he's dirty good. And he, he's kind of useful even if you don't actually have to do anything with him. Like if he gets knelt or controlled or whatever, he's still providing that two gold. Yeah. And him and Tyrion together would be hard deadly. Yeah. Oh, superb. And of course, Jamie does a lot of work, so the whole like Lannister family you know, front line just uh, just does it. Mm. So you can't control them all. Where we go then? That's the team. So, so who have we got? Do you want right. to run us down in goal? Okay. So in goal is Steward of the Watch. Cool. So what, what are we running? Um, no, so it's seven man team. It's five aside with a sub and a coach. <laughs> Oh, well, Stuart of the Wall was a coach. No, mascot. <laughs> Stuart of the Wall is the mascot. Yeah. And then competing to go in goal <laughs> is Bran. <laughs> He's probably not going to be that good. Um, <laughs> Edric, Edric and Jora. Um, then at the back. It's left back, is it? Left back, the hound. Mace, uh, Aaron Dampier and Mace <laughs> Calliope. I know who I'd rather be playing left back, to be honest. <laughs> I, I think Jorah and the Hound are best at uh, the football so that's far. A, that's a pretty <laughs> good back row. My only problem is, though, once Jorah makes three saves, he's gone. He's just going <laughs> to yeah. like, oh, I've had enough, lads. I've done my work. All right, see you later, Jorah. Um, it was nice. <laughs> yeah, just controlling defects. midfield, we've got Cat and Tyrion. Oh, no, 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 no. Surely that's right back. Wait, we're running out of people here. Yeah, there's not. This is a five-a-side team. Five-a-side yeah, surely. Oh you no, play... no, sorry, I'm I'm getting confused. Yeah, the math. It's fine. Carry on. You 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 do the football. I'm bad at football. So midfield, Cat Stark and Tyrion, with our striker Varys. <laughs> so that's one, two, three, four, five. Hang on, we missed one. Oh, no, t- um, Tywin. Sorry, he's got to go up front. Surely, Tywin. Yeah, Tywin's up front. You don't want him. Tywin's not the midfield. coach. Tywin's like the owner. He's like Mohammed Al Fayed. Ah, uh, right. Okay. And that's a, a good owner who's got loads of money. We agreed on Tywin, we agreed on Varys, we agreed on Tyrion, we agreed on Cat Stark. Well, literally, we agreed on on the two and three. Yeah, we agreed on each of them. Okay. Um, Yeah, so Bran, Edric, Jorah, the Hound, um, Aaron Dampere, and (laughs) Mace Calliot have gone up for a vote. Cool, interesting. So after Uh, this episode airs, I will put it online. Sure. To add to this Um, green team. You know it would have been much easier than uh, just doing all that with football? We could have played Rugby Sevens. I don't have to play Rugby. Yeah, that would have got oh, more complicated. <laughs> no, there's seven people. We didn't have to think about it. you got your three in the scrum, you got the scrum half, and then three backs. Easy. Three forwards, Sounds... three backs. Yeah. Yeah. Brand's even more useless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My money's He's not like... going to be on um, Edric Eve, I'll be honest. 
<laughs> hey, you could be a nippy winger. I'm not entirely sure how useful Tyrion's going to be. <laughs> not he's he's got to be the scrum half, right? I'd rather take a punch from Tyrion than I would from Cat Stark. Who's punching in rugby? I, 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 I told you I don't know how to play it, do I? Oh, God. <laughs> I saw a biting once. Ooh. Yeah. One of my friends got sent off with an injury, so another friend bit the guy who tackled him. It was probably nice. a bit of a reaction. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, here we go. <laughs> I was yeah. taught in, in there was one thing that Mr. Kelly taught me when we are former rugby coach, and that was when you're in the scrum, if they start giving you crap, kiss them on the cheek. <laughs> because nothing's gonna stop a man wanting to grab you and pull you to the ground if you've already kissed him on the cheek once that day. <laughs> so that's I did sex, that's sexual assault. No, it's a light peck, like a friendly sports game. <laughs> oh, honestly, you wander up to someone in the street and just try and kiss them on the cheek. My head. No, we're talking is, about rugby matches. Yeah, but, and you to know, be fair, it's a different game, Craven. You never played rugby, you wouldn't understand. Normally, <laughs> in rugby, you, you have a man's kiss. head next to your crotch at all times. Oh. That's a standard thing in a scrum. You kind of, you know, you're all linked in. You can't kiss with America yeah, football. Yeah, Peel and I used to hug. Peel and I used to be hugging for a good like ten minutes a match, didn't we? Yeah, because that's all we used to do. Well, on the just... sideline, you go on. I don't want to go on. No, it is game with the first game we met, actually. First time we met, I think it we was. We were just walking around the pitch as subs. It's like, do you lads want to go on? Nah, it's cold. I'm in my hoodie. No. <laughs> All right, mate. We're having a nice cuddle. Yeah. I don't like playing for school. Playing for the club was much better. <laughs> so, there we go. That is it. That Is brings that an end to another episode, does it not? I think so. I think it does. Well, I'm going to go and uh, learn how to play rugby. Good um, If you've been listening to this, please hop over to the Facebook page and cast your vote for who's going to be on our five-a-side rugby seven all-star team. Um, and what should we call this? The Avengers? Justice God. League? Um, ooh, how many members are in the Justice League? The Expendables? You must have some sort of glorious football football Game of Thrones pun, Peel. What, like... Uh, oh, Rail Winterfell. Rail well, Winterfell. there's Rail Winterfell. Um, there was... Oh, what was the other one that we had? Ah! Waffle had a Lannister theme one, but I can't remember for the life of me what it was. Yeah, it was glorious though, wasn't it? <laughs> I know why it was Real Winterfell for yeah, a long time. I think we should that. Because nothing rhymed with Pike. <laughs> yeah, Lannisport doesn't work. Storm's End... No. Um, no. Lannisport Wanderers. Lannisport Wanderers or Real Winterfell. They, they do sound a bit more like an American football team if you call them like something like place name thing. Yeah. Like the New York Red Bulls. Yeah, oh, no. baby. You've got the Bolton Wanderers. They, that's I Dude, think that's we where we got them. about the Bolton Wanderers. The House too, Bolton Wanderers. <laughs> <laughs> Such an idea for a deck. <laughs> okay, that's actually like that would have been a really good name for the Bolton Merry-Go-Round deck from first edition. Oh, wouldn't it, Josh? <laughs> oh, right. Well, there oh, we go. Josh is kicking himself. I bet he is. Right, that's so a house Bolton Wanderers then. Get voting and uh, thanks for listening.